So that was a lot of fun. We have our first guest for season two, which uh, you got to pick, and you had uh, someone in mind that. Uh, oh, I don't know if pick is fair. I I got to request, and I oh, was sure. very very surprised when Ryan Singer of Basecamp fame said yes to coming on our podcast. <laughs> Perhaps uh, I had the privilege of not knowing better, right? So I wasn't, I, I know Basecamp and I know Jason DHH. I wasn't very familiar with Ryan's work. I reached out to him before I read uh, his book, uh, Shape Up, which I uh, turned out to really, really enjoy. But yeah, that was a lot of fun. I'm glad I we did Shape that. Up. Yeah, yeah, and I'm I'm looking forward to publishing it later this week. It's a longer interview than this 15-minute podcast. I think we go maybe about an hour or somewhere between 45 minutes and an hour. Yeah, I know. We talked I know the most WordPress. of you. We we he he's not a WordPress guy, so it was kind of interesting to get that outsider perspective. It was also great to experiment a little bit with a longer form. I know most folks would rather us maybe even go shorter than 15 minutes. I'm kidding, <laughs> but it was, uh, it was fun to, and that, it was tough, right? Like at the end there, we all agreed that we could have done like another hour of it. Yeah. And, um, I don't know. I, I, I think it was great. I'm, I'm happy to have experimented. We also have more guests coming up later this season, which, uh, I'm also quite excited about. So it's going to be fun. And I appreciate, uh, you being willing to do the editing work. We had a, we started, we used this great tool to record and, you know, you, I watched you starting to prep, prepare a backup and which seemed a little silly to me. And I actually forgot to press record. So, uh, yay for backups. And I appreciate you being willing to do the editing to stitch it together. So it'll be great for those listening. I think the Thursdays probably when we'll drop that. So I'm looking forward later today to with alongside you and Anthony Burchell hosting the world's first virtual meetup not virtual as in zoom i mean obviously that's been done but a 3d space with characters avatars that you can control in first person uh, and and hosting a meetup for wordpress in that way i'm really excited about it i'm really excited about it too what i love about we're using mozilla mozilla hubs and what's great about that is that you do not have to have a headset to experience it. Like you can just be on your computer. I didn't even mention virtual reality. You don't need to. Yeah. I'll I'll be on VR, but I will as well. So it'll be my first time. I mean, not, not first time in VR, but like, um, I get to, you guys have let me sort of do the opening for it or do a talk there. And, um, I'll get to be in a headset doing that. You don't have to be in a headset to, to uh, experience it. So, um, yeah, excited about that. Really excited about, we've talked about this a bit before on the podcast, I think this idea of 3D spaces give this sense of presence that, especially with the way that it, the audio works, et cetera, that uh, I don't know, there's something really interesting about it that I'm excited to see us experimenting with. And I'm hoping that others will do the same. So uh, we're going to do a little bit of pioneering there tonight. Yeah, it's said that, you know, we don't only think with our brains, we think with our entire bodies. And in fact, we don't only think with our entire bodies, but we think with our entire environment that we're in. And so this mm. idea of spatial thinking, spatial intelligence, uh, it applies in virtual reality in a big way. So I'm excited to see how that all plays out when we're meeting up, we're doing a VR or virtual uh, meetup and see how that all plays out. I- I'm also excited because it's just the beginning. Like we've, we've, 
made a specific design choice for the room and like the environment, the setup. It's just one example of many. And one of the things that you can do in this like 3D space that you can't readily do in outside of this, these virtual environments is make dramatic changes, right? Like the, the space that you're in absolutely affects your thinking. I do so much of my best thinking. I have these great walks that I can go on these little nature spots with rocks and trees. And I find myself often solving problems there. And there's also a lot that I'll do in like in the chair in my office. And while it's not the same, there's also, it's not like less than it's just different. You can have those environment switches in these, these 3d spaces. And I think there's a lot of opportunity there to create new experiences that are very enriching. And we know this to be true from the world of gaming. Right. And I think there's opportunity to just apply the lessons that we learn there and into these, these, uh, these shared experiences together, these meetups. But this isn't a VR or virtual meetup podcast. This week in WordPress, a new SaaS was announced and that was built on WordPress. Yeah. In fact, this is a SaaS. Oh, it's not really a SaaS. It's, it's something that's been around for a very long time. I've used a lot in the past. I used to use it to power some of the communication in my business. It's P2. Yeah. We went over a lot of different names for it and ultimately settled on uh, just call it P2. That's what it is. Um, I remember back when Pento, Gary Pendergast was iterating, this was years and years ago now, on a on a P2-2. We couldn't call it P3. And he called it O2 <laughs> for a while, which I like. Yep. But yep. back to P2, but it is the new version of P2. Yes, it's uh, technically P twenty twenty is the, uh, the the theme name, but uh, yes, it's we all it is it is P two. So what's different? It's a so what I what I've loved about this at being at Automatic for not quite a year, but coming up on it, we use P two internally for everything. When this project started earlier, I think I don't know when it started, but when I first started coming into contact with it a few months back. I used it for the WooCommerce community space. And what I immediately loved about it is once I, I knew that it was, it became clear to me that they intended to to make it available to the broader public and to commercialize it, then like, yes, that means the tools that we use internally are going to finally get some more effort and energy put into them. Mm. Because it's not that it was bad, but like like many things, you end up, you know, the things that are internal don't tend to get a lot of attention. We use this P2 product, which is what it is to answer your question. It's an evolution of the existing, right? Like bringing Gutenberg into it as a first class experience. We call it Frontenberg at the moment, at the moment. And uh, just, just making all of this asynchronous collaboration, uh, just, just improving the overall experience, making it better, faster, giving more flexibility to it and within like better design and, yeah. And and what's happening though now is that I don't know this exact count, but the majority of our internal P2s are being migrated over to it. So we're using the exact same product. And some of it's been like to your SaaS point early on, I was like, oh, well, can't we do this? Or can we do this? And like, well, no, we're trying to keep it the same for everyone. We don't want a lot of branches and we want to have a, you know, a constrained product. So yeah, and it's uh, out. Oh, it's been out and available for anyone to use for a while, but the official launch was last week. Yeah, I have one big problem with it. Let's hear it. What do you think it is before I say it? That it's a SaaS? Well, close, that it's not open source. I mean, P2 has always been open source. 
Uh, and I mean, I don't know. Is there a licensing issue here? Maybe not, but no, it's not. Uh, so I, I may be misreading, but I don't think I am. I've been following, I've been seeing the discussions. Uh, it's, that's not, it's not, it's not not open source by design <laughs> and the intent is for, cause there is a public like P2 repository. And I believe the intent is either to offer this alongside of it or to replace that. But there, there's no like strategic desire to like, keep this to ourselves. You will be able to self host this. That's something yeah. that's on the roadmap. I know I've seen that on the roadmap uh, mentioned as being on the roadmap, but the way that it, I don't know, the language that was used about it was like, yeah, it's on the roadmap as in like, maybe we'll get to it. I don't know. Well, what I love is community members have already taken to like tearing it out and sort of making their own versions of it. So I think, I think I, I'd argue that. I don't know. How can I do that? I want to do that. How can I? Uh, if you go to uh, the Tavern release on P2, I forget, I think Tom Knoll. Uh, Noel, I'm I'm sorry, I'm butchering it. Uh, he did he he covered kind of how he did it and made it available. So so it is. Possible uh, I think there's probably. Oh yeah, of course. It's just a little awkward right now. Um, it's not. It's not like a. We're not like burying it as a secret. I think there's an ideal state where we would have like included that from the onset, um, and just made that a little bit more of a first class experience. But it'll get there. I have no problem with even automatic like releasing a non-open source product uh, don't get me wrong i go for it release a SaaS, make it proprietary that I've, I've no problem with that what i feel icky about is taking something that has always been open source and making the releasing the next version as closed source but i'm so, hearing you tell me it's not closed source but it, it I, well but two I, points it's not closed source but it's also a complete, it's not the same thing. It's a completely new product. So as far as I'm concerned, like it's a ground up, like redoing of the whole thing. Uh, and for, yeah, so it's it's not just taking and making some updates. Like this is a completely oh, new so, so I'm just, I went to the Tavern article like you suggested and Tom Noel, Noel managed to find a, uh, a, a repo um, he managed to find it as in like it wasn't actually made available. He did some snooping around and managed to get it to work. So it's not like it really is possible, but uh, sure. And also yeah. it's missing the Gutenberg editor on the front. So, yeah. And we'll, it'll get there. Like uh, I, there's no, what is it as soon as everyone would like it to be? Cause ultimately that's part of the whole WordPress thing, right? Like you're going to have this hosted experience, which we believe people want, but, a key aspect of that is the freedom to not use it, right? Like you get into it and say, okay, this is great, but I want to do something else. And it's like, okay, that's good. You can, you can fork out of what we're doing and host it yourself. That's the actual important. concept I love, by the way, P2, I used to use it uh, for running my agency and I would have, I, I had a developer that I was, uh, so, was working for me, but at the same time sort of apprenticing and, and I was training Byron and, uh, yeah, Byron and I communicated back and forth with P2 in a, in a way that I think is similar to automatic. I had a question about it, which came up internally at WP Engine is, what's this a competitor for? Well, oh, that's uh, a great this, question. Is this going great up against question. Slack? Is this going up against Basecamp maybe? What do you think? <sighs> it's a good question. Uh, we, we are moving into like the workplace productivity 
and tools. And others are asking that same question. Uh, so at the risk of not giving enough credit to the folks who are like been thinking about this, because there may be clearer answers. Uh, so I, I risk just not giving enough credit to that, that it's been thought out. Uh, I don't think we know yet. Like we use, I mean, the, you, there's a couple different problems that this is working to solve, right? Like many of us have experienced the, the frustration of like all these things happening in Slack and like, how do you find them? Where are they? Et cetera. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think there isn't like a specific competitor that we're going after, but it's about like ownership of the working process, right? Like there's a way that work gets done that we're a fan of and that's distributed and asynchronous. And I think it's important that people feel like they can own that process and like have it within like, cause P2 is primarily, you could use it externally, but it's really intended to be used internally. And you know, it's something that you could externalize it, but it's designed to facilitate collaboration amongst a team. It seems to me like it's going up against Basecamp. I would say it's less about project. I, I feel like Slack, if I had to pick a thing, like it's but Slack. Automatic still uses Slack and P2 together. Right, right. And that's why it's like, but th- but like P2 for us at Automatic is the source of truth. Like if it's not on P2, like you can talk in Slack and like Slack is, if anything, it's more for like a community building and like specific types of collaboration. But like the real work happens on P2 is kind of how we think about things. If we were able to uh, extend the podcast or maybe we could talk about this next week, I'd really love to explore more the idea of doing exactly what P2 has done with with different uh, themes and plugins. So P2 is just a theme and a couple of plugins. That's that's all it is turned into a service. And and I guess are you using WooCommerce to facilitate sales? Oh, there's no paid version yet. Uh, no paid version yet. Uh, and the short answer is yes. Like that would be like, we'll, we try to share all the infrastructure for things like that. So we'll so, probably use Wood to facilitate it. So it's all, a SaaS completely built on WordPress. I'd love to explore what else is out there and, and why we don't see this more often. I, I feel the same. I think this is a good model to look at. And yeah, I want to see more of this. Like, I think there's a lot of constraints that we brought into it to make it fit for a specific audience and problem to solve. And I think it's a, it's a good example of that in practice. I think human made did something along these lines at some point with happy tables, like a restaurant app, but I can't think of anything else. <laughs>